Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Coterie pursued Troy's captors. Evangeline spotted Troy being thrown out of an SUV, bloody and staked. Val rushed him to the hospital, striking a kindred bystander in her haste. Everett arrived soon after, furious that Val and Evangeline hadn't responded to his calls, and Doris ran haphazardly around the hospital until she found Troy, injured but recovering. With another night gone and no progress made, is their plan to save New Haven slipping through their fingers? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You've all spent an uncomfortable night at the hospital, making sure Troy recovers well before going home to sleep only for some of you. You are going to sleep in a new place during mm-hmm. the day. For Everett, it's just you and good boy sleeping in the basement of the building across the street. But some people have some new roommates in the Val Miller Family Protection Building. Val, mm-hmm. you now share a room with Evangeline and Teddy. Right. As this night comes to a close, you guys move into an apartment with no furniture whatsoever. It has a coffin for you and a coffin for Evangeline and a cot. Because everyone else has spent the whole day moving in. You can see all the day shift looking very tired and leaving fully furnished apartments. But you guys have been out in the wilderness. But we. Oh. Oh. Okay. I I have to sleep in this. What? In the in the coffin? Yeah. How kindred sleep. Oh, I just kind of been using. um. Like blackout curtains? You've been... <sighs> wow. Yeah, you you only lived in New Haven. That fucking makes sense. Yeah. Well, tomorrow we can get more furniture. Okay. Do you guys want me to, like, stay up and get furniture or something? Because I'm going to be honest, my shift was sitting in a room while <laughs> important things happened for six hours. Yeah, and yeah. Then... Um... 
I mean, we got shutters we can pull down over the lights so you can sleep wherever you want normally. You don't have to sleep in a coffin. Take the cot for now and I'll buy another bed. And I guess I could just truck some of our shit over here. Val, is there anything you want from your place? Not really. Okay. Um, do we want to discuss, like, how the pantry's going to work or, like, are there any other roommate rules we should make clear? I mean, the pantry's kind of yours. Yeah, you're the one eating food. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> there really isn't that much that we would share, is there, in here? No. Mm -mm. All right, I'm going to try to rent a U-Haul. Uh, I don't know if they have those in town. Otherwise, I'll go outside of town to get one, but I'll try to get our shit here for when you wake up. Thanks, thanks, Teddy. It means a lot. Yeah, no problem. Sorry for making you wait. Troy's going to be okay, though. Something happened to Troy? Uh, yeah, sorry. That's why we all kind of rushed out. He, oh. He's going to be okay, though. He's at the hospital. What sorry. happened to him? Is he okay? Car accident or something? Uh... Maybe you shouldn't be going around anywhere today. I'm going to need be, more. If you're out in the daytime, it should be fine. Oh, yeah. Fine. Oh, right. It's day. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Day. Day's fine. <sighs> Troy got taken. He got kidnapped. <laughs> what? And then, but we think it was just like retribution for uh, something else. So, and that, and we think it's over. <laughs> what were we getting retributed for? For, for taking... A, a, a kindred and then returning him what what do you mean taking a kindred you're the police can you just like arrest somebody and then release it wasn't them? really an arrest it's really Why messy not? teddy it's just really messy it's i know but now i'm a member of the department so like i'm i'm in i'm in i'm good i can get troyed i should know what the fuck's going on yeah oh he's become a verb <laughs> <laughs> took one night <laughs> um we're just it's we're just we're just doing all you know all the shit that we talked about kind of yeah how much does he fucking know about everything not going on a little bit not much what's going on val you tell me what's going on you're gonna cut to the chase faster it's true clark <laughs> do you want me to tell him what's going on i mean <sighs> probably so how do people do this shit? Okay. We're trying to get rid of the pyramid and there's a lot of shit going on. That's okay. it. And there's just a lot of difficult shit in the meantime to get to that point. Okay. That's it. So why was that such a big deal? Because everyone wants to keep it all a secret. But yeah, if you're going to be in fucking harm's way, there you go. Okay, I'm booking people in for therapy tomorrow because that should not have been that hard to share. And it looks like sharing physically hurt you, Val. <laughs> it sounds like it physically hurt you. So I think we're going to have to talk about sharing and figure all this stuff out. So see you tomorrow. Gives Val finger guns. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Throws the angel not... sarcastic finger guns because yeah, he was okay. already doing it. It's a bit. <laughs> yeah. And then he like, does anybody have a gun I can borrow? Yeah. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just pull out her sidearm and give it. Yeah, to he'll him. take that. He's like, time to go shopping, and he's oh just gonna God. fuck off to go shopping. No, when in New Haven. When in New Haven, uh, is there anything you would do before going to bed, Doris? Um, I have. I would have liked to have gotten everybody a bloodstone. Great, you only had two, so let yeah. me look up exactly what it'll cost for you to make more. I get two bloodstones a week, and I feel like I've made 
the Bloodstones less uh, over a week ago. The original Bloodstones. Uh, you can yeah. theoretically make yeah. them however you right. want. It's Before a question of Calgary. how much time would you oh, spend yeah. making yeah. them. Also, you can't have a bazillion Bloodstones at the same time. You could have enough <laughs> oh, for, say, everyone in the department to keep track of That's what I wanted it. to The do. challenge is like, if, but just remember that when you've got those in the town, they all just feel like Bloodstones to you. So the more of them you hand out, the less you can narrow down which Bloodstone is whose. Right. Oh, oh so they don't feel so, like, no, okay. No, if you've got 20 Bloodstones in town and you just have them all active, you just know where 20 Bloodstones are. That's okay. I yeah. wanted to, yeah. I just, I would like to give one to everybody in the department. Just, I mean, no, just, just these three. <laughs> all twenty daytime officers. Yeah, <laughs> they're all in the building. So I have um, two. And Troy. I think and I Troy. gave one to you before. I think I pretty. I think you I've, took. You've given them to people and taken them back taken before. Them back. Yeah. So I would have definitely given one to Everett, and then I'll give my second one to. I'm trying to think of who I uh, probably Evangeline. Cool. Um, okay. Because I feel like. I'm more often with Val than you, um, but I would also like to give Val one. You'd also like to give Val one. Okay. Yeah. I'm just confirming how much time it takes for you to make one mm. so that if you're making more, I mean, you only need what, three for the department right now? I Yeah, I have two already. Yep. Yep. No, no, no. You've got so those. I so I just need, yeah, I need one more. You said you wanted one for Troy too, right? Oh, yeah. So I need to make two. <laughs> and so it begins. We are getting to 20, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, so again. here's the oh, challenge. Again. It takes... <laughs> and it one takes, for apostrophe and one for... <laughs> it takes three nights. You start on a night and then it's the following two nights to make more. Shit. So I will say you have three. Okay. And then you can start spending more time in your mornings Great. to do that then over the next little bit. I will give one to Val. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, cool. Great. So Val has one. Okay. Everett has one. And Evangeline yep. has one, yes. but not Troy. Yes. Cool. I will keep mine in my shirt pocket that buttons. You have successfully buttoned <laughs> your shirt pocket. Uh, Doris has, has passed those around. Everett, is there anything you'd want to do before you crash? Um, I think just spend a little bit of time with good boy to just like center. Like I had a bit of an outburst at the hospital. And... The like, call me sir thing was like a reaction to a feeling of like, yeah, whatever, man. But it's like being called sir is not important to Everett. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, I'm not being heard right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting mad. Uh, mm. So he's just going to be there with good boy kind of thing and just kind of try to chill out a bit before going what dormant like he doesn't even sleep, right? It's not restful. No, <laughs> no, you just, just you just conk out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roll me a, I would say, uh, wits or composure and animal. Is it animal? Animal Ken, yeah. Let's do composure and animal Ken. Can't wait for Everett's therapy. Your wife wasn't respecting me and I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's that? That's, oh, that's a one. What's that? That's a seven. Uh, oh, what's that? Don't do this to us. <laughs> oh, what's that? My heart's That's a one. For a the second. same one. Uh, <laughs> that's three successes. Someone is grouchy. <laughs> three successes. Uh, you have a pretty calming time with Good okay. Boy. You kind of run through some tricks. Good Boy's figuring it out. It's it's like a decent vibe at the end of the day. 
the good boy kind of understands your moods a little more than other people. It's part of the fabulous bond. Not that you would know that, but there's no. just a certain amount of connection there that is just, it's like you get the movie dog sometimes. Yeah. It's, I think it's just Everett is like, rips people's arms. I like this dog. Like that's just, yeah. yeah. And the dog likes You're a you good too. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice night. Uh, you all while away your days in your coffins. Uh, then you wake up. Doris. Mm. It is a new evening, a new day for vampires, a new evening in actuality. I think it's time for you to do your morning reading. Wits and occult. Mm. All right. Three successes. Three successes. You see a lineup of bunny rabbits all approaching a bunny rabbit in a doctor costume giving out lollipops. <laughs> in a beautiful gumdrop forest. That's what you see. Okay. Okay. Great. Um cool. Uh yeah, that that makes total sense to her. Um given uh what sh- hmm. given what happened yesterday with Troy in the hospital cool she 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 went into a lot of rooms with a lot of bunny rabbits being helped by a lot of uh other bunny rabbits with lollipops aka the dentist and <laughs> the, the, uh, the maternity ward and <laughs> the surgery office so uh cool um she's also going to take um a card from one of her decks to give to everett mm. when she sees him all right everett you wake up in the basement of the Val Miller Family Protection Building because this is now where you sleep. Right. Good Boy is there with you. Do you take Good Boy for a walk first thing? Do you go yeah. do some work first? I'll take him for a walk, yeah. Well, then we're going to repeat these good old rolls. Only this time I would I would allow a charisma, manipulation, or composure plus animal can, depending on your mood. Let's try to keep it going with the composure. Great. Just, just keeping it together. Stay yeah. solid. Yeah. Uh, two successes. Two successes. It's a good walk. You are acclimatizing good boy to to a more urban lifestyle. <laughs> Just getting right. along with people, being able to, to get used to like sitting before he crosses the street and other things. So a lot of success. It's 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 not stellar, but sure. it's you know a good day of the general dog walking days. <laughs> yeah. Great. And then I'm imagining you make your way over to Yeah. Bringing mm-hmm. Good Boy back and uh huh. Does good boy go to the office? Yeah, I'll take good boy to the office and bring him down to the basement where I used to be. Mm-hmm. Is it just an empty basement now? Yep. There's the backup coffin for the sheriff that's been kept there before, and I think Value had a backup coffin mm-hmm. there. Um, those are still in place. So uh, two coffins, the lockers. I'll, I'll chain him to not Val's coffin, the, the backup coffin. Great. Yeah. Yep. So he's chained. He's happy. He's chilling yeah. out. He's got water. He's in a good, a good place in a good way. And then when you come upstairs, you find Doris. Who has a card for you? Sir, if I may. Evening, Officer Barber. What's this? Evening. I have a special card for you, sir. Not not like a greeting card. Special how? I just... It came up in a reading the other day, and at the time, I didn't know what to make of it. And then after yesterday, I think it's becoming a bit clearer to me, and I wanted you to have it. Uh, and uh, she's going to hand it over to you. And it's a scarecrow in a field. Um, a loner in a field hanging from a post. And she's going to say, um, 
Scarecrows, keep the field safe, sir. Uh-huh. The field is New Haven. Is, you, is that me? Right there? I'm glad you got the metaphor, sir. Right. I just wanted to say... I've experienced a lot of leaders in my life and, well, I can't say that you're as um, fancy as Cleopatra. Fair. I think you're one of the best ones. And I realize that perhaps we haven't been making the best choices lately because of our conflicting opinions, myself included. And she looks very like, aren't I a nice person for saying that? Um, <laughs> Just waits for me to be like, no, you've been great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that if you weren't here and we weren't here, the field would be overtaken by pyramid crows. Uh... Well, thank you very much, uh, Officer Barbara. Uh, can I can I tell you what uh, I see when I look at this card here? A different interpretation. I don't normally have people interpreting my cards. I'm oh, curious. Well, I, I apologize, and if that's a no, uh, faux pas, but no, uh, I see you, you know one scarecrow here, but I bet that scarecrow is. Part of a group of scarecrows, all protecting the field here. And uh, I think that's important to remember as well. So maybe this one's me, but there are three other scarecrows, you know, out there. You're one of them. Officer Miller's one of them. Officer Clark is one of them. There's a fifth one, Bart, definitely one of them. Uh, and I think if any one of them goes, then the field is worse for it. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, sir. All I meant to say is that I know what it's like to be thrown into a strange situation. One time I was thrown into a series of fighting pits and I had to figure it out and I didn't have deputies or nothing. Oh, wow. When, uh, when was that? It's about 1719. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to, um, about 250 years ago. Times were different and yet quite the same. The pyramid is still a bunch of shits. So, you keep on being the scarecrow, and we'll keep on being the scarecrows, and clearly I need more scarecrow cards, but keep it under your hat, is what I was going to say. Like literally put this under my hat? Yes, sir. It'll bring you luck. Do you give him back his hat, Doris? Because you have had it. Yes, I do. I'm going to take it off my head. Because she's been wearing it <laughs> since. <laughs> no, stop. Slept in this thing. Um, it's all bent. And, yeah. <laughs> and she's going to take it and just kind of offer it to you. Yeah, take the hat back and say, uh, uh, well, you know, I could take all the luck I, I can get right now. Put the card into the hat. Put the hat on his head. May we keep the crows out of the field. Indeed. Yeah, I, I, I ought to probably... Uh, Speak to something of that effect uh, when the other two get into the station tonight. I was going to say, what a beautiful moment of connection with the employee he didn't yell at yesterday. Yep. <laughs> 
Howdy, I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? Meanwhile, across the street, Teddy is super unconscious uh, on the couch inside the apartment. You can see that it's been fully kitted out in some of the casual, semi-stylish, but mainly improvised furnishings that would be very familiar to you, Evangeline. Mm -hmm. Percy has a bed. You know, it's been a busy day. New environment, new apartment Mm -hmm. to check out, all that kind of stuff. You both wake up and find yourself in this rare moment of sharing the together time before the car ride now, Mm -hmm. where you're just in an apartment together. (laughs) Work doesn't start for like a half hour, but you're used to like getting some time to sort things out and then having to drive because vampires are very much on the clock in terms of waking hours. Only you two now have all of that time because you're across the street just in an apartment together. What's your morning like? Uh, oh man, suck. Okay. <laughs> well, get up. Uh, Evangeline back in the coffin. Still has the hour before. Oh yeah, you probably get up before sunset, me. right? Mm-hmm. So she'll consciously like get up and do her like she's gonna have her breakfast blood bag, uh, and uh, uh, like the second it's dark. She's going to take Percy out for a walk to get out of Val's space. Because this is weird enough as it is. You do that. Yeah. Val, you wake up now alone in an apartment. Great. With Teddy asleep on the couch. Mm Mm-hmm. How's your wake up? All right. Then it's just wake up, get out of the closet, looking around. Now I'm like trying to be as quiet as possible. Walking around in this one room with another person in there. Can you roll me a dexterity and stealth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing her like tiptoeing around. Yeah. Do I, did I, get, I guess I didn't eat breakfast yet, so I'll keep my two hunger. <laughs> exactly. That is three successes. Nice. Three successes. You're silent. Okay. You are the knight. Good. <laughs> Good. Then I'm going to just, yeah, I don't feel comfortable in the space yet, so I'm just going to take the blood bag and walk into the hallway and find a place in the front hallway or the front area to just sit there. And you do that. Just a second, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Things get pulled up. <laughs> so as you are sitting in the corner of a hallway, sipping on a blood bag, you see Sergeant Jordy Boucher approach who you had not entirely remembered the name of until Barty recommended him to you as perhaps the one you were thinking of. Mm -hmm. But he just approaches and he just says, hey, how's your day going, huh? Oh, hey, just started. Why are you eating in the hallway? Is there something wrong in your place? No, just eating in the hallway. Do you need something? No, I'm just coming back to say hello. We're all neighbors now. 
Oh, right. You've built this old community here, which is kind of nice. Everybody seems to feel safer. They know who's around. Some of the, you know, kids are making friends and such. Yeah, I don't want Red Cell to fuck with any of your people, so glad you can be here. I mean, that's that's nice, I guess. Um, uh, how's your, aren't you, go, are you going to sleep? How does that work for you? Well, I bounce back and forth a little bit. I'm on part of the crew that's looking at, uh, looks around the hallway. <laughs> uh, those not quite friends from out of town. Mm, right, great. How's so, that going? It's a boring day. Hang out, then they go hunt, and we can't really keep track of them at that point. There's too many, but nothing exciting that we've seen other than them just existing. So We like that. Do you have hobbies or things you do outside of work? I like my car. Oh, that's cool. What kind of car? <laughs> have a 2015 Charger SRT. Well, that's nice. But there's no way you just got the traditional stuff under the hood. You got to have done some, some specific work, right? Well, I mean, you have the fucking Bruja here. I have a great shop, so they keep fixing it. Nice. You ever need anything done, you should go over there because they're great. Okay. <laughs> Can you roll me mm-hmm. a charisma? <laughs> yep. And performance. Great. So that is one <laughs> dice because I'm talking to a mortal person. So I oh get cut down to dice. Great. I just want to see whether or not he thinks this conversation went well. <laughs> nope. It's a five. <laughs> Great. Jordy tried to talk to you that one time, did his job. No, thank you. This is not a personable vampire, it's is Jordy's lesson. Oh, I thought she did so well. <laughs> no, I'm spooky. Jordy, no, like Val. Van- Evangeline would have been spooky. impressed by that mm-hmm. conversation. Well, Evangeline has other conversations to compare to. <laughs> That's also true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Val has has her chat uh, when she's done eating. Jordy wanders back. Not that Val knows that it didn't go well no, necessarily, Val's like, that but happened. Just, yeah, it happened. Uh, eventually, you come back and find Val eating in the hallway, just finishing up her meal. Uh, hey, hey. Um, just gonna get kitted up and then sure go over. Okay, see you. Okay. All right. Evangeline goes inside. <laughs> Put her uniform on. <laughs> Teddy also puts on a uniform. Uh, and the three of He's you. He's a uniform? He joined the department. No. Well, that's a good point. It's actually, I would need to swing by my house because I don't have a uniform. Because I was incognito and then went here. All right. So you go to the department and you can d- get a uniform there okay. and then go get the rest of your shit. Great. Perfect. Uh, at some point. Or send Teddy or someone else from the department. Frankly, Troy is always great for errands. And Troy's back. You have oh, that moment of him. <laughs> Walk in after all of you meet up in the central space. He's back to his normal, nervous, high-keyed energy self, but you see no signs of his injuries. One of the nice things about being a ghoul, again, is he's got the same healing power that you do as long as he's provided with Vitae, and he was. I have provided him with his favorite cat. Which one is his favorite? Apostrophe. (laughs) Excellent choice. He is very pleased to see Apostrophe. He has a moment of fear that you do not recognize when he's worried that you're going to ask him about the Catstagram account, but you're still not aware. So he just gets to feel very pleased to see the cat. He says, oh, it's so nice to be back. Thanks, everybody. You got me to the hospital so fast. And uh, hopefully we'll catch whoever did it. We will. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So sorry, Troy. Do you mind if we ask you some uh, some more questions later tonight, Troy? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Just want to make sure we don't 
miss anything. Yeah. Maybe if uh, you had a chance to rest there, maybe you remember something you didn't initially tell. I don't know. I'll, yeah, I'll answer whatever questions you have. Uh, Is it okay if I Amazon a sprinkler system? I don't want to do the lawn anymore. That seems fair. Yeah. Can we order stuff from online from like outside places into New Haven? Is that something that's allowed? Mm. Uh, I mean, I'll go to a store and get it. I'm following the rules. Shut up. Well, all right. Yeah, why don't you hit up the Kishimoto's or something? They've got a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll go talk to them. Okay. I don't think anybody's been at their store for a couple of days, No, No, yeah, they might appreciate... Oh, you mean they're not there? Yeah, no, it seems like it's got, it's got something going on. Hasn't been anybody there. Oh. Are they in hiding? They go in hiding. Probably. I can't keep track of everyone. The Kishimoto's are hiding out at the night church. Yeah, yeah right. At the church, yeah. Yep, never mind... It's got to be a hardware place or something that sells sprinklers. I'll figure something out. Okay. Yeah, we can talk later. Goodbye. Troy goes off to the evidence locker to reorganize evidence. Teddy's like, all right, so uh, I don't know how you guys run your usual days, but apparently I need to do therapy with you. Points to Doris. You. Points to Val. You. Points to Everett. And you. Points to Evangeline, even though he's aware that it's weird. Yeah, Evangeline shakes her head. That's not going to happen. I thought I hired you just to be the therapist for Val. Val's the therapist for everyone else in the department. She needed a therapist. She couldn't therapize herself. Oh, I'm just the therapist for one person? Yeah, that was my thinking. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So then uh, everybody else can do therapy with Val. Uh, Val, I'll be available once you're done with all of them. You want to go first or last? Sheriff, would you rather... <laughs> Fucking never mind. Fine. <laughs> All right, first it is. Uh, is there anything you guys want to chat about before I take Val? Yeah, yeah, I got to say a quick little something. Uh, look, everyone, I'm really sorry about uh, how I handled uh, being at the hospital uh, after Troy. Uh, look, I asked you where you were, and you didn't say where you were, and I got really concerned that something awful had happened to all three of you. So I was upset to find out that everyone was okay, and I just didn't know. Uh I don't care about being called sir. That's not important to me. What's important to me is that we have a very dangerous job to do and we're a very small team. And if we do not communicate with each other and know what we're all doing, that seems to be when one of us makes a decision and doesn't tell the rest about it and it complicates things. And what we're trying to do with New Haven is complicated enough already. And... I'm not asking y'all to be perfect or anything like that, but I do need y'all to take responsibility for your decisions. Nothing here happens in a vacuum at all impacts everybody else. That's all I want to say. Hope, uh, hope we can have a better night tonight and, uh, make a little progress on the case as it were. All right, so we'll just be a little more regimented then about communicating where we are and what we're doing. Regiment sounds like a, a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Just, I can do that. Perfect. Uh, dis, uh, dismissed. Carry on with what you need to do. All right, Val, where do we do this? <sighs> um, Basement. Or evidence locker. I think Troy just went in there, though. I can take, uh, I brought good boy over. I'll, 
I'll bring him up and take him out somewhere. All right, then basement, I guess. Okay, so you and Teddy go down to the basement. Uh, there's enough paperwork and things to be filled out with Troy's injury and other things upstairs that it seems to be keeping everybody busy. Troy yeah. comes over to do your paperwork, Doris. Don't be worried. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to use any of these evil, evil technology computers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, down in the basement, though, Val, Teddy sits opposite you, and he's like, okay, so what's what seems to be going on? <sighs> I'm, I, don't, I, I don't know, Teddy. Okay, well, you're in therapy, so why are you in therapy? Because the sheriff got upset that I frenzied so much. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? Just the frenzied part. I can understand the upset sheriff. Uh, right. Well, <sighs> giving him a long look. <laughs> How much has Clark told you about being a vampire? Let's assume she's told me nothing so that I can make sure that I get the right story for you. Because she's going to be telling the, the vampire story through her lens, whereas you're going to have your own lens. All right. Well, here's my hesitation. If I say something fucking stupid and then it blows back on me because of Clark. I'm trying to not piss everyone off, but all I do is that. So I'm trying to just stop doing that if I can. Okay. There's some stuff to to dive deeper into so you don't want to make everybody angry and you feel like you're making everybody angry yeah well i know i am okay you know you are so who's angry at you right now pretty much everyone on pretty much everyone in fucking new haven i don't know why the fuck i'm here okay well that's like fourteen thousand people so i don't think the scale is that big because most people won't know you but like who let's say in the department who do you think is mad at you right now it's hard for me to think of someone who, I guess, Barty isn't mad at me. It's maybe the only person who fucking isn't. Okay, so Barty is is not mad at you. Right. Do you think I'm mad at you? Yeah, because you're stuck doing this shit. No, this is way better than my other job. Did you hear what happened upstairs? I have to talk to you for like one hour a day, and I'm going to get so much money. <laughs> I mean, I, I that's a little selfish, but like, I'm trying to be a therapist. I'm also a, not a trained therapist, so we're going to stumble through this well, together. Well, neither fucking am I. I have to talk to all these fucking people. You think that's going well? I, I don't know. How is it going? Probably not fucking well. Okay. Right now, it seems like you're really stuck in this spiral where you're not doing anything well. But uh, do you think Doris is mad at you right oh, now? Oh, fucking yeah. Okay. Why is Doris mad at you? Because all the shit that happened last night. Last night, we were supposed to just walk around and do reconnaissance. And Doris wanted to talk to someone, then bring them in the car. And then I fucking asked the sheriff, what do I do? He said, get him out of the car. So I did that. And it went fucking sideways. That he was mad at me. And that she was mad at me. I'm fucking trying, but I fucking, uh, I can't hate this town because I, I have to, whatever. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like a lot of other people made choices that they should not have made. Yes. It sounds like there was clear instructions. And then Doris didn't follow them. And then you did follow instructions, and because of the way it worked out, your boss is mad at you and your coworkers mad at you. Pretty much. But if you look at that situation, what did you do wrong? I should have just fucking killed Sam Buttwise instead of trying to <laughs> do something better. 
Just a second. (laughs) (laughs) Just sits there for a moment. (laughs) God, you're broken. All right, all right, all right. He he, he keeps it together. He keeps it together. He's functioning within vampire rules. (laughs) But if you'd done that, you would have gone against orders, and the sheriff would have been mad at you. Yeah. And Doris would have been mad at you. Right. And you would have been in the wrong. How? Well, because you wouldn't have followed orders. So you wouldn't have done anything right. You would have actively moved against orders and made everyone mad. I guess. It's sort of like the brew house whole fucking thing, though, is to not do what you're supposed to. Which it also is thrown in all this fucking shit, because if any of the other Bruja heard how the fucking sheriff talks to me, whatever. It's just, ah. Uh... Okay, he's just he's just making notes now where he's like, okay, I gotta dive into Bruja. He doesn't know much about that. <laughs> Sheriff talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see? We're, that's exactly... No, this is fine. We're starting the beginning of a long process. Regular people go through therapy for most of their lives, if not all of it, and it helps them along the way because it's part of the journey. Your life goes forever. And you've had to kill a lot of people. So yours is going to be more complicated than the average people who didn't get along with their parents and are struggling with, you know, the the anxiety of an office job. You have a different setup. It's not better. It's not worse. It might be worse. But it's it's challenging. Okay. But right now they're mad at you and you seem to really be internalizing that of your failures from last night. It really seems to be haunting you that they're not happy. They don't need to be fucking happy. I just, every time I fuck something up and make things worse for the town, that's what I'm fucking mad about. I just want everything to fucking work right. Mm Mm-hmm. But what what parts of that can you control? I don't know. Okay. So maybe that's the thing that you need to work on in the next little bit is figuring out what you can actually affect. Because if you look at me, Compared to you, I'm a scared noodle man who can't do anything. My ability to affect the safety of this town, the most impact I'm having is probably talking to you right now. I mean, you're also keeping the fucking lights running without you Yeah, they took at me... the Friendship Festival. We had a time dealing with all that. Yeah, but they took me off of that. So right now I'm just doing this. <laughs> but my point is... I'm not worried about you guys overthrowing the pyramid because I can't affect that. I can talk to you and I can help you. And if I do that, then I get to feel good about my day because I did a good thing because I chose the part of the world I could affect. Oh, okay. So if you look at the world and go like, what can I affect? Then that's the thing you should care about the most because that's the thing you can do. Yesterday with Troy. Uh, maybe stuff went wrong because Doris made some crazy choices and then you did what you were told and it all went to shit. Is Troy dead? No. Is Troy okay? Yeah, Troy's all right. Were you a part of helping to save Troy? I drove him to the hospital. Did you make any choices that, that, that where you could have chosen to not drive him to the hospital? Oh, yeah. Well, then I would argue you made a very good choice that Doris should appreciate because she likes Troy. <sighs> But I think Doris is just mad that any of it happened at all. I don't even think she knows that I drove him to the hospital. Okay, well, 
there's that, which is you got to help people correct their perceptions if they're incorrect, then they know what's going on. And also, Doris can be mad about a lot of things. Everybody gets mad. I would say you seem to be mad about everything. <laughs> That's fair. So should I be worried because you're mad? Like, am I doing a bad job because you're angry? No. Exactly. This is hurting my brain. Yeah, because right now it seems like you've really merged your identity with New Haven. So if the town's doing well, you're theoretically doing well, but the town has never done well. It did do well before. When? Well, the first couple, how long have you fucking lived here? <laughs> I mean, based on what I know about the history of this town, Cleopatra died before people moved in. So this yeah. place has been a mess. The idea of this town was a good idea. The town is a, a bit of a fucking disaster. Sure, Teddy. You can get mad at me. I'm fine with that. What I'm saying to you is, you can't make 14,000 people and 200 vampires happiness the only thing that can make you happy if you're not in charge of the town. You gotta figure out what you can affect and then do good work there. And people can get mad at you about it. Ultimately, fuck them. Their feelings don't matter. You're doing good work. All right, I'll fucking try. Great. So I would just say, if you get really mad or somebody starts giving you some shit and you did the right thing, just point out that, like, hey, I followed the orders and I did the thing. Hey, I did this. People respect that you're doing your job. All right. Just feel like progress? I honestly, I don't fucking know. But you're fine, Teddy. Thanks for doing this because I didn't want to fucking talk to Barty or who the fuck ever else well thanks for for asking this has been good we'll do more of this the end great he says, good not great. knowing how to end a session <laughs> turn around and up the steps <laughs> But while you were downstairs, everyone else is sitting in the the central lobby of the sheriff's department when Don Doodle walks in. Oh, no. He says, Sheriff, all right, so I'm here to give my report. All right, why don't you come into the uh, interrogation room just over here with me? We'll sure. A little private space here. Sure, he's going to follow you in. Just let me, let me check one thing. Got lucky comes over and just says, all right, so uh, we're, we're here. What, what do you want to know? I don't, I don't understand how to give this report, but. Yeah, I've got like a pen and paper uh, and I've closed the door to the interrogation room. Uh, and uh, uh, I say, just one second. I just got to send a quick text. <laughs> and I just want to text Val's uh, uh, in a session. So I'll text Bart and just say, um, <clears throat> uh, when Val comes up, stairs tell her she needs to move her car <laughs> uh, uh and uh, uh i'll say uh someone watched her hit a nosferatu with cherry tell her she needs to move her car i'm interviewing them right now <laughs> send okay uh and then Jesus click pen pad and paper so let's start from the beginning tell me what you saw oh my god <laughs> Let's see how he does. We're the good guys. I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Okay, two successes. Oh, he hits about 40% accuracy of the description of the events. It's a little trippy for you, Everett, because you are seeing something that you've always known as a police officer, which is eyewitness reports are not that accurate. Yeah. In terms of people's memories of events. The trippy thing is, you know, the car that got hit, that did the hit, you know, who was behind the wheel, you know what the crime scene looked like. So you're watching somebody very earnestly give you their best description and seeing how wrong it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not great. Like, this is enough that if you can get this guy out of here and he doesn't see Val in the next little bit, you might actually be fine simply because he's going to keep warping the memory as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Everett has an understanding of some of the uh, shittier kind of tactics of detectives and police officers and things like that mm -hmm. in these positions. Things like um, uh, subtly changing the story by way of asking questions about the mm. testimony. So if uh, Don, for example, said like, I saw this person at the wheel, they looked like buff or whatever, I think was the description. Um, uh, uh, Everett might slip in like, uh, now think back. <laughs> Did you notice anything else about him? And just yeah. kind of said that. In his <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. yeah, can you roll me oh, a, a manipulation and investigation? To which a good lawyer would be like, objection, misleading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else is here. Manipulation and investigation? Yeah. Because you're combining your ability to, to change this person's mind oh. with your skills as an investigator. Yeah. So gross, man. Yep. Mm -hmm. Two successes. That's disappointingly low. Unfortunately, with four successes, despite the fact that the start of his testimony is wrong, as you start trying to wrong foot him, he thinks you're trying to help him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, no, it's not that. And you're actually helping him solidify his memory in a more accurate way. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're right. It wasn't. No, no, you're right. I never said him. I said they look strong. They had like a buzzed haircut. It was like part of the look. And the car wasn't red. Like, it's just, yeah. you're watching them walk the story. Yeah. You tried to help him further away. Yeah. It's accidentally steering him back to more accurate testimony. Okay. If I've noticed that, then I'm going to be quieter about that kind of thing and just kind of take out, take down what he says. Um, and uh, 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 how long would you say we've been in here kind of giving his testimony this little back and forth? Probably like 10, 15 minutes max. 10, 15 minutes. Feels like not enough time for Val to get up and move the car. So I'm going to say, um, uh, 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 excuse me for just a moment here, uh, Don, I'm going to, uh, uh, be right back. I just need to pop out for a moment. I'm just going to take the notepad and pen and step out and just close mm -hmm. the door behind me, leave him in the interrogation room and just check and see how we're doing with <laughs> where's Val. Can she move her car? <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> Bart is asleep at his desk, so he doesn't <gasps> have not received text. your message. Oh, Great. So I'm just going to stand outside this door then. To the basement? Uh, no, outside the door to the interrogation room so that yes. I know he can't go anywhere else. Great. And he's just waiting for me to come back. And he doesn't know where I've gone. Oh, yes. yes. I was wondering. So I feel like Bart has been pulling point. double shifts for a while oh, now. Yeah, like, Barty how does, does not he get sleep? To sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I that's what the iced teas and cigarettes were for. <laughs> Keep them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Don Doodle is so goddamn polite. He just takes it. Oh. So you, you stand in front of that door with Don Doodle there for about 20 more minutes as 
the the discussion between Teddy and Val is a little longer. We're doing the cliff notes when we we act those out. And Val comes up the stairs finally at the end. How are you feeling as you come up the stairs, Val? What does your expression look like as you're coming out of the basement? She just looks blank, I'd say. Not as mad as she went downstairs, it'll be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Some of that came out. (laughs) All right. I think Everett clocks that. Hmm. But he also immediately sees you and walks up to you and says, uh, Don Doodle is here. He saw you last night hit someone with your car. He's here giving a testimony. Can you move your car? Fuck. Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna walk out the back door of the, like, not out the front. Didn't you have, like, a back entrance to the there department? Is, uh, mm. Barty has taken stuff out. I'm trying to math that. Because well, there is, like, a back with dumpsters and stuff. There's too, a yeah. back with dumpsters. Uh, there is a back door through the evidence locker that's, like, a dual door, kind of, uh, like, a, an airlock mm-hmm. almost set up mm-hmm. of multiple locks. But you could get through that, yes. I would go that way, grab my car, and I'm going to move it. I guess I'm going to move it across the street in the back lot of the protection building and then walk back to the... Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and you make that you you do this. You yeah. you get through the back door. <laughs> Troy helps you out. He gets you through the airlock, so mm-hmm. you're fully safe. Uh, he manages to not get trapped in the airlock himself, which is good <laughs> for him. It would have been a dark day otherwise. Uh, <laughs> truly perfect. pulling it all off. Uh, and you are making your way back towards the station uh, when you look forwards and you see a figure in long red robes with crackling rubies on one fist approaching the front door. And you recognize this person, not dressed as the Pyramid 2.0. This is straight up old school Pyramid Tremere about to walk through the front door. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at DelBorvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Diovasis, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, 
drama, the Long family, Jordan Oliver, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.